Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, final segment of the program, and we always like to slow things down just a little bit, stay with the questions just a little bit longer, get some insight, sometimes from history, sometimes from things going on around us. And we're going to go deep into the uh, history vault today. Uh, 95 years ago, 95 years ago, Max Ehrman penned the famous poem Desiderata. Now, desiderata is Latin for things desired. Now, my dear friend and neighbor, Dion, uh, perhaps the most positive person on the planet, one who is always showing what it looks like to look for the good in the world and be the good in the world, she actually posted desiderata on her Facebook page yesterday. I hadn't read desiderata for several years. And just going back through it, uh, something that was written 95 years ago. And to be able to say, wow, sounds like it was written yesterday or maybe even this morning. So I'm going to go through it and then we're going to talk about some of the lessons from Desiderata and some of the things that we can apply today. But again, I would just keep in mind, this was written in 1927. 1927, Max Ehrman. Uh, this is what it says. <clears throat> go placidly amid the noise and the haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others. Even to the dull and the ignorant, they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years. Gracefully surrender the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. 
And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. Again, that's uh, Desiderata Max Ehrman, 1927. Uh, And so many of those things are just things that we got to be doing today. That there's peace in silence. Uh, I love this idea of speaking your truth quietly and clearly and then listening. We've been talking about listening on the program today. Uh, I love that it says to listen even to the dull and the ignorant. Remember, they have they have their story too. Uh, it also says to avoid the loud and aggressive people. They are vexations to the spirit. And, and that's such a true thing. Uh, we live in this shouting, loud, angry world. And we don't need that. We don't need that. So I think that one in particular, I think he uh, he may have had a vision of what social media was going to do to us with all the loud and aggressive shouting. Uh, but then he also had kind of the backside of the problems with social media as he said, don't compare yourself with others because you're either going to become vain or you're going to become bitter because there's always going to be people who are better and people who are not so great compared to yourself. So don't compare uh, I always say when you look at your life through comparison, it is fatal vision, always. And you will either become vain and too proud, or you're going to become bitter and resentful. I also think it's uh, important what he pointed out again from back in 1927, uh, to just be cautious, to be careful, but also to fully engage and to strive for those those high ideals. Uh, to be yourself, uh, to, not, to not be cynical. Uh, there's so many cynics in the world. And it's so easy to be a cynic. Like that takes no brain power at all to be a cynic. And so don't go there. I really like the idea of making sure that you have strengthened your spirit so that when you have a sudden stroke of misfortune, Sometimes we just cruise along and we're thinking everything's great, but we haven't done the hard work and heavy lifting to to really strengthen ourselves and our resolve and what we believe and and what we know and what we want to become and what we the difference we want to make in the world. And then when we get whacked upside the head by some misfortune, everything unravels. But to me, that's the test. The test is not when things are going great. The test is what do you do when it all falls apart? I believe it was General Patton uh, who said uh, the test of life is not how high you soar, uh, but how high you bounce when you hit bottom. Uh, that bounceability factor, uh, I think, is an important part of this equation. Uh, we have to be ready for that because, as we've seen over the pandemic years, a misfortune comes to all of us. And and even in that, uh, I love that Max Ehrman points out that we shouldn't distress, like we shouldn't just have all these dark and gloomy images. He points out that our fears, many of our fears, are born of fatigue and loneliness. And we've talked about both of those components. 
Uh, again, we often run out of energy before we run out of opportunity. That's the fatigue factor. Uh, we talked uh, late last week about uh, three feet from gold, uh, the old Napoleon Hill example. Uh, again, we just run out of energy, so that fatigue. But loneliness is another one that is is tricky because often when you are isolated alone, uh, you start to have doubts. Uh, you get off balance. You start to function from a position of weakness instead of a from a position of strength. And then you're much more prone to buy into misinformation, disinformation, uh, things that uh, are going to cause you some challenges and problems. And and just as we discussed earlier on the program with uh, Melody Warnick, uh, there are some things that we have to do to make sure we don't get deceived by whatever it is on that social media site or that site that looks like a regular news site. Uh, you got to check it. And so make sure that you're doing what Melody uh, warned us all to do, and that is to make sure that you're uh, reading laterally, not just vertically. Don't just scroll through that website and catch all the nice uh, logos and uh, graphics. Uh, go, go horizontal. Check other sources. Also, go upstream. If you see a source that has a lot of links and quotes from experts, follow them. Uh, chase that a little bit to see if they're really credible. And then just challenging your own bias and knowing that you have a bias is also really important. Uh, as we get towards the, the end of Max Ehrman's uh, piece to Siderata, uh he said uh, discipline matters. He talked about wholesome discipline and then some great counsel with being gentle with yourself. Uh, it's, easy to, it's easy to beat ourselves up over a, a lot of different things. I know we, we all do that, uh, but we don't need to do that. And then finally, uh, in his last thoughts, uh, he talks about peace, regardless of what's going on, the noisy confusion of life, uh, but to make sure we're keeping peace. And then I, I love this second-to-last framing uh, from Max Ehrman again in 1927. He said, with all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. And that it is. So he cautions and counsels us to be cheerful, to always be cheerful, and to strive to be happy. That's the bottom line. Uh, big thanks to my friend Dion for posting that. Uh, hadn't been back to Desiderata in a long time. It's worth everybody taking a read today. Desiderata uh, by Max Ehrman back in 1927. That wraps it up for Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. Thanks for being with us today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to. Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.